What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Headspace podcast in the evening, night time. As you can see, it's a little bit dark here, but I rearranged the setup a little bit. So I've got like the light here, so it's going to be nicer on my face and I can just kind of chill here and do what I got to do. So let me know if this works a little bit better and kind of helps with the lighting and uh, maybe it'll be a little, a uh, little bit more presentable. So uh, my name is uh, Chris Chrome. I'll be your host for today on this Headspace Podcast Review, episode 162. This week, I decided to go with somebody I've never actually heard of before. His name is Thundercat, and we are doing his new project, It Is What It Is. Again, the artist I am reviewing is Thundercat, and his new project is called It Is What It Is. Welcome back to the Headspace Podcast, episode 162. Again, I am your host, Chris Chrome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Guys, I hope everybody's doing well with the uh, quarantine and self-isolation. I want to touch upon this quickly. I know that there's a lot of shit going on, and there's like just a lot of information, and there's a lot of things that are just happening very quickly and very rapidly. I, myself, am not too... Uh, in, in 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 tune with what's actually really going on. I've got my beautiful, lovely girlfriend who was helping me out and keeping me up to date with all the news. So thank you so much to her. Shout out to her. Uh, but guys, just really, again, try to uh, find the proper information. Just keep up to date. Please be safe and do the best that you can to um, organize, you know, just the safest tactics and the safest strategies for right now. I know it's very scary and very fearful, but we all together are going to get through this and we're all going to make it out of this. Hopefully, if we can just, you know, find some type of common ground and what we can do to move forward with this. Uh, I just realized you guys may not actually be able to see my Twitter name. I apologize. It's uh, Chris Chrome 93. I'm going to make sure to edit that in the uh, next video and make sure there's changes with that. Welcome back to the Headspace podcast. I'm going to just jump right into it. So what we do, what I do here is I'm going to review the album track by track. I'm going to give you my thoughts and opinions and what I feel with it. Pick out some lyrics that I really enjoyed and kind of just dive into the journey and adventure of who Thundercat is. Like I said, um, just to give you a little context on where I know him from, because what I do here is also trying to go on this journey to understand hip hop. Uh, and I want to make sure that I kind of understand a lot more of who I am interviewing, uh, who not interviewing, but really reviewing and just the projects we get. So a lot of you who are going to click on this, pro uh, click on this view video have probably been following Thundercat since the beginning or since he's been really popping. Um, I know absolutely nothing about him. I didn't even know he was a thing for a while. Uh, and then I kind of felt stupid once I realized I actually heard about him on uh, To Pimp a Butterfly, the Kendrick Lamar album. Uh, he was some, he was featured on some of those tracks. But I guess it's just because it was so long ago that I reviewed that project that I was kind of just, I didn't remember or whatnot. And he doesn't really seem to be an artist that's really, uh, I guess, popping in a lot of the mainstream stuff that I just watch in terms of podcasts and uh, a lot of just the uh, things that I am interested in watching too. So that could be it as well. Uh, but for this week, there didn't seem to be a lot of big artists or anybody that I particularly care about who dropped a project except for uh, AK The Savior, who I've been actually interested in wanting to see his project, the collaboration between him and a Japanese artist. Um, also, it's funny because I realized that uh, Thundercat as well also released this project in a Japanese release too. So there's like two two additions to this project there's the english version and then i guess the japanese version so that's pretty interesting and because of that as well i wanted to uh, i'm going to be making a second video uh tomorrow 
uh, about the new AK the Savior featuring, uh, I forget his name, I'll do it on the review, uh, called Flatbush Yen. It's a project, it's 20 minutes long, I'm going to do it tomorrow as like a special bonus. Uh, as well, this project is also about 37 minutes long, and I'm going to just do one part. Usually we do two parts here, but um, for this project, I when I went through it and I really kind of got a, a glimpse and, an ask, uh, and kind of an idea of what we're going to be getting, um, I realized that a lot of these songs are very short, so I'm going to probably be able to do all 15 tracks uh, on this video, so please stay tuned and, you know, really just kind of let me know how you feel about this. Uh, again, I know absolutely nothing about Thundercat, so I don't really have much to say about where I know him from besides the fact, like I, like I addressed, that um, I you know, was introduced to him, I guess, on to Pimp a Butterfly from Kendrick Lamar. So with that, I'm just going to kind of get into it. Thank you so much for for clicking on this video. And uh, if you like what you see and you want to join into the conversations down below with the comments, hit me up, let me know what's going on. And as well, you can hit the like button, subscribe if you want. I'm going to try and see if that works. If you don't like it, I'll stop automatically. Thank you for letting me know. And um, as well, uh, just I want to start try to build a community here. And I just want to have a conversation. And please let me know if I butcher or ruin anything about these songs. If I don't know anything, I'm completely ignorant and and, and just, I don't even know anything about what I'm going to get here. I went into this album completely blind, uh, actually, just to kind of get into the album. Uh, but well, actually, before that, I want to say thank you so much to the Patreons. Ismail Gadamsi, Chris Prado, DJ Black Hurricane, um, Jonathan Barnes, uh, and Scribble, and Linda Williams. Thank you so much for everything you guys do. They follow us on Patreon. I'll definitely talk about it more at the end of the album. Uh, at the end of the review but thank you so much for everything you do you guys help us out so much and we really do greatly appreciate it um so to kind of jump into the album review now uh the album cover is really interesting but i want to just talk about the name thundercat that is literally the only reason why i picked this album was his name i think it was just more interesting from a lot of the names i saw on uh, some of the releases and just the uh genius uh the genius track list when you look it up i just i don't know a lot of the names didn't really like stick with me i feel like when you have a, a right name and it's very interesting something that stands out you know it really kind of captures the attention of people so having a good rapper name is also something that's i think should be talked about and something that really should be um kind of out there nowadays to really grasp like the 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 idea of like i guess your branding and who you are um to say all that i did really like the name thundercat it kind of reminded me of the old thundercats uh, or the thunderbirds i guess it's called show there's a probably a show called thundercat or something like that but it just has this like cartoony sound to it it's got this like weird funky sound to it and it already kind of gives me this idea that i'm going to be getting a lot of weird funkiness and a lot of just vibes just with the name so that's why i went and picked this album review with something that i just wanted to really dive into some new music and hear something different so that was that um for the album cover it kind of seems like it's just him uh in a very shaded dark uh type of atmosphere uh it looks like very painful a little bit in a very uh hurtful type of way i think we're going to get some personal stories we're going to get some experiences and some pain that he's going to be telling us definitely some emotion because i can kind of feel like he's trying to just i feel like he's like dealing with just dread and pain and that's what he's kind of trying to show through the album cover so it's very very interesting as one the thing though is is that it is very dark um which i think represents like a lot of what we're going to be getting from the album in terms of just like the type of context and the lyrics we might be getting or the content i meant to say but i also think that in terms of like memorable and 
going back to be like, oh yeah, I remember that cover. I think that just the fact that it's very dark and like just there's not a lot to remember about it. It kind of looks like a lot of shading and may kind of miss that. That's really the only thing I wanted to say about the album cover because other than that, I do like what I think it stands for. It really just is him. It's iconic in a way that uh, maybe not iconic, but it like it kind of falls suit with a lot of older album covers that we've seen in hip hop so far when I've been reviewing. So that's also kind of cool. He's really like into the culture. He really kind of is trying to represent, not represent, but show that he's, you know, educated and 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 he's kind of done the journey and seen like different uh, influences and references he can kind of pull from that. So that was interesting. Um, and then the title, it is what it is, kind of just speaks volumes a little bit um there's this sense of like just accepting it there's there's something that we're gonna learn about there's something that he's gonna express to us and we're just gonna start to i guess get this story and understand what he's trying to uh, express for his whatever it is that it is which is a very interesting like mysterious type of title which i did appreciate and just so far i'm still really kind of captivated for this album i'm really like interested just with everything i'm seeing so far artistically this is what really captivated me to want to do this project so that's essentially my uh, my reasoning why i chose this project for today's episode 162 of the headspace podcast so with that, let's just jump right into it. I want to definitely start this. Like I said, it's 15 tracks, but it's actually not that long. So we're going to probably you're going to see that I might be skimming through it. But literally, if you listen to this album and you really look at the, the track list and how long these songs are, they're not there's not a lot of density or a lot of meat. But you'll notice throughout the album why I think this is actually really great and why I think this is a spectacular project because of the fact that there's a lot of um, sounds and a lot of just music production that is ex extremely stellar, I feel like, on this project. So there's more of a sense of a vibe. Uh, there's more of a sense of just supposed to have, like, energy and, and, and I guess, imagery that is, like, being built around the sound and, and the whole song instead of just the lyrics. So I'm definitely going to jump into that and get more into details. So the first track is called Lost in Space, Great Scott, 2226. So starting this album, I think this is a really great way to do it. And this is coming off after listening to this project about like three, four times today. Realistically, this like again, this project is 37 minutes long. I've probably listened to this whole album almost four or five times. And it just gives you really this mood, this sense of feel, these emotions. And the way that Thundercat starts off this project is really cool. Like it's so polite in a sense it's so just respectful in a way of how he's like addressing and and kind of how he questions it's really well writing um so he starts off this it's really short it's a minute and 22 seconds long um and it's literally just what it is it's an intro to kind of give you an idea of where we're going to be going on this project and what we're going to be getting from thundercats so um it goes hi hello is anybody there? Let me know if you can hear me. It feels so cold and so alone. Just need some sort of sun. And I know, I know, I know. So, so far, it really feels like he's kind of reaching out, looking for some help. Kind of feels, you know, clearly he's stating that he's alone and he wants to, you know, I guess, find some type of happiness, some type of emotion to feel better about himself. So it's like kind of giving you this idea that he's broken and that he, he we're going to get some like 
some like pain, some real raw emotion, which is really cool. And just the way that the beat is, is going through and it has this like spacey feel to it. You really feel like you're like lost in space and kind of just floating through this, this, this like scenery of like stars and just, and just darkness. And like, you can just kind of picture that you're in the universe, just lost and, and alone and just super cold. And just the way that he, he, he goes really slow on this and the auto tune together really builds it all up as one. And, um, I just think it's super cool. I think it's like the most like really just cool intro I've heard so far. Um, I like how he continues on with we're not alone, but it's hard to tell. Just let me know so I can go because I can feel a pulse. Breathe, please breathe. Breathe for me. Breathe for me. Is it time to go? Go and start the show somewhere lost in space. And that just really wraps up. That's the entire verse. Um, but I like how he's. I like how he's kind of addressing that he needs to breathe. And I feel like he's kind of talking to himself to kind of reassure a little bit. I think he's also maybe talking to the listener in a, in a way that it's like he he's saying to breathe, to prepare for what we're about to get for this journey, this adventure. And I thought that was really, really cool how he addresses that. Um, yeah, and, and it just does a really great job. It's it, like it, There's not much else really to say about it. It's really just a cool experience. It's a really cool way to really take you out of the atmosphere you're in right now and to bring you into his mind and into this project that we are going to be getting so it's pretty much that uh i gave this track a 4.2 on 5 i think that the production of the beat is stellar i think that it's really just so connected together properly and just just the production and the mixing and the auto-tuning and the softness and the way he just sings and 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 like kind of carries notes really just meshes well with this idea of being lost in space i thought it was really really brilliant 4.2 on 5 um yeah the next track is interstellar love so this track uh kind of seems like it follows and connects to the uh first song on the album the intro and just kind of brings you down i guess to the reality of where the story is starting to begin I think that the first track is more like a prologue where it's supposed to set up this or, or like just the idea of where we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to look at this project um, and kind of like the just just the images that we're supposed to kind of picture and how we how we're supposed to interpret this project. Uh, but this song just I guess it's supposed to take you out of that and bring you into the story that we're going to be getting which I think is really fascinating um so he starts off this little verse it's literally like six lines um somewhere beneath the stars beyond just more of our beyond just more of our space nothing is yours nothing is mine we are decaying over time I'm gonna find someone to love let's go together interstellar love and it's really cool how he just kind of gives you this just the simple idea of humanity just this is what we are we live under the stars we live on this planet uh there's we we there's so much more beyond what we just think is our space and our personal bubble that you know it just it just goes it just like there's so much more to learn and i think that that's actually really really cool because it it gives this idea and and it's really it gives this idea of where we're supposed to be in terms of like this project and i think that that's really really interesting um nothing is yours nothing is mine we are decaying over time i'm gonna find someone to love let's go together interstellar love and it's like it's like he's really just kind of breaking down this 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 like this is what we're supposed to do as people 
nothing is yours nothing is mine everything is not like nothing is permanent everything is temporary you kind of just live in the moment you live in the experience and i like how it's just it's these perfect lines that he's saying so far that are just really sticking out and just kind of going like like really just gives you a lot to think about and that was just super super cool uh i'm gonna find someone to love let's go together interstellar love and it's like how he follows that from the line we are decaying over time it's like he's so scared i think he's trying to imply that he's scared to die alone and he needs to find somebody to love and this is kind of making me think that we're going to get a really crazy love story now the fact is i love jazz music i am starting to think that i love jazz music so much and i really want to just get into my jazz bag at one point and really just dive into that because the the way that this has this loungy jazz influenced techno feel to it is so crazy it makes me so happy there's like this positive energy that just flows through the way that like the saxophone and the way that the pianos are meshing together it's so nice and it's like the saxophone has its own uh voice and its own sound to it that like the way they mixed it together it's really like prominent in the in the in the instrumental as well as you hear the drums and everything picking up and all this stuff you can still hear that saxophone and i know i'm like making a big emphasis about it but it's one of the nicest sounds on this uh on this track alone just the way they 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 made it all connect together um yeah it's it's really cool so right now what i feel is like we're getting this we're gonna get a a, a love story uh, a spacey type of love story with a lot of uh, like a lot of space theme sounds experience this but also the story is supposed to be a love story which is going to be really cool uh we get an outro that goes interstellar love oh oh ah uh, ah uh, ah uh, and it just really ends like that I gave this song a 4.3 on 5. Um, again, I'm not actually too sure why it's like an additional track. I think he could have just made it one track together, but I still think it's awesome. But also, I want to say a lot of this project kind of feels like one big playlist. Like you never really know when something stops or something starts. It just kind of flows very nicely together. The way they connected every track, it just goes and goes and goes, and it's really digestible. It's not like it's hard to intake. It's really just one quick 37 minutes, and you just kind of go at it. It's really a vibe. Uh, so. I gave this song a 4.3 on 5. I thought it was really cool the way how he ended the like what I call the prologue and start the story. I thought that was really interesting. So 4.3 on 5. The next track is I Love Lewis Cole, or I think it's Louise. I'm, I, I think it's Louise since this might be a love story. So yeah, I Love Louise Cole featuring Louise Cole or Lewis Cole. I'm not sure. We'll figure it out. So far, I am not, like, I am not upset at what we are getting. This is spectacular. The energy and the vibe through the music that we've been getting so far is 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 amazing. It's just, the, the, the production on this, and it's, I want to note, Thundercat produced every song on this album, so f as far as I'm concerned, and from what I see on Genius, as well as Flying Lotus, and the way that they collab together is just, crazy they've got this insane way of having like this hip-hop sound to it but this techno spacey jazz feel that just keeps consistent with the theme of space it's it's amazing it's absolutely amazing now this track kind of sets up the story of like where we get to the interaction of i think the relationship and and just how this starts to build and kind of get the, the the description of the characters of, and where we're starting so 
Thundercat starts off right away in verse one after a nice buildup. I want to I want to say that there's a nice buildup the way this song starts and it and it, it it creeps up into the drums and as the drums start, uh, Thundercat just comes right in and you know it it's it's like he's got just this weird type of spontaneous energy but at the same time there's also this disconnection and this like I want to say depression but that seems like so heavy just more of this pain like it's just you can hear this like this this want to be happy but at the same time there's like this type of pain and suffering so he starts off uh let me say good morning my friend about last night i don't know how it ended i can't find my phone i can't find my shoes but nothing beats being in a party with you so right now i kind of get this sense that he met somebody um i don't know if this is like a girl or a guy but it seems like it could just be a general uh, party and everybody is just having a great time. And I like how he's just starting, like, let me say good morning, my friend, about last night. I don't know how it ended. And it's just, it feels like it's so polite and just so calming. And it doesn't seem like it's, it doesn't seem like it's, it, it's rushed or has to be like so aggressive. Like he's just very in the zone and it's so smooth as well as bringing in all that like high energy space drumming and it's all like boppity and you want to like get all up get all dancey and movie it's it's still just presented so smoothly um i can't find my phone i can't find my shoes but nothing beats being in a party with you so it seems like he's kind of showing some social interactions uh kind of how like he likes having fun he doesn't really care if he lost a couple of things but he just wants to enjoy life and have it all there then we get into the chorus, let's do it all again, let's do it again, let's do it all again, let's do it again. And he just more emphasis on wanting to just enjoy life and have fun, and that's kind of where he was at at the time. Now, then we get into the post-chorus. Uh, it's just more fun when you come around, even if I act up, you let me know that I'm not crazy, crazy, crazy. And so far, I'm still, like, I'm getting this sense that he's talking about a woman, and he's kind of, like, falling, and he's feeling emotions, and he feels really good around her. Um... But, like, I'm also just not sure. Like, the fact that he uses friend, we don't really know if this is guy or girl. But, anyway, it's it's very interesting. Um, and then we get into verse 2 where, uh, this is where I think it's Lewis Cole because a guy is singing and he goes, Yeah, I remember you were punching my friends. Made an oil spill that makes Exxon offended. Then you fell asleep on the laundry in my room and that is why I love to party with you. And there seems to be this, like, I think it's a friend. I think this is supposed to be a, a just a general song about having fun and having a great night and kind of just building, like, building a friendship and just building, like, social interactions there. So that was actually really cool. And just the storytelling, like, how Lewis Cole kind of explains, like, yeah, you were punching my friends and, and this was, like, all the chaos that you created. I really enjoyed that. Like, that's the type of person I want to chill with. And this is why I love partying with you because you didn't even care. Like, you just fell asleep on the laundry in my room. Like, you were just comfortable and just really open-minded and normal so that was interesting thundercat comes in again let's do it again let's do it again and then he has the break where it's let's do it again let's do it again uh and then he has verse three when you're around you know what to say you brighten my day i feel that it's crazy when you were around when you're around now it's like still i don't know what is actually happening maybe this is like a relationship about 
like his love relationship with dudes or maybe he's got this love relationship with women but this seems to just be like his really emotional openness with like a friendship that i'm kind of seeing here so that was something that i did appreciate and was really cool but what's really really awesome about this song is just the is just is again is more the music a lot of this album i feel is based on just the music production of it and and the, the emotions that the music brings and and just the effect that the music has on what he's saying and how he's saying it with the auto-tune and and just with the different types of sounds and the plays that they use on his voice it's just really really crazy uh but this song is really just kind of seems like it's a party that kind of went down and they made a little bit of a friendship so it's very positive very happy and i like that type of energy that he's bringing to that so that was super cool um, again, I know I feel like I'm spinning right through it, but really these songs are very, very short and they're like, I'm done. Like the track is done. I just finished verse three. So it, it's a really short project, but when you listen to it, it feels longer than it's supposed to be, but it's because you're in this mood, you're in this type of zone that you're just taken away from all the production that's on this project. And just the way that the sounds hold you is great. So I like this track. I gave it, I ended up giving it a 4.2. I thought it was really nice. I like just the way they're, they're, they're painting this picture. I think the storytelling and the picture painting is really, really cool. So 4.2 on five. The next track is Black Koalas, uh, featuring Childish Gambino, Steve Arrington, uh, and Steve Lacey. This song um, kind of makes me feel like a, like it has this Motowny type of mellow, funky feel to it. It's got this like really nice drum loop that has these nice snares that are placed properly into it that just keeps you keep going up and down and just bopping with it, which is really nice. And the 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 way that Thundercat kind of seems to have this love for like old school sounding music is just so nice. How he's got this modern type of flip on it with the current drum beats and stuff like that, as well as sounding like the old school, which I thought was really cool. Uh, verse one, we got Thundercat coming in, setting the context of the song with Steve Lacey. Uh, Thundercat kind of spits the lyrics, and then Steve Lacey seems to uh, do the ad libs in the back of carrying the last word and going on to uh, just kind of act as this like continuation of feeling, which I thought was really really dope. Uh, so Thundercat comes in and goes, "I just bought a crib on top of the hill, and I bought a brand new ride. Am I keeping it real? There's nothing. There's nothing wrong if you got it. I'm not living in fear. I'm just being honest." And I like how he's kind of addressing that. Like he's now, I feel like he's talking about some materialistic stuff. He's trying to address that. Like, um, you know, I've done certain things in my life to achieve what I'm getting now, and it's not that I'm living in fear of never succeeding or whatnot. I'm just being honest that this is what I got. I'm not trying to show or stunt on anybody. I feel like that's how he's expressing it. He's not trying to, he's not trying to really stunt. He's just trying to show like I'm appreciative of what I've bought. I feel like that's what he's trying to say here. Then we get into the chorus where he goes, because there's no more living in fear, uh, no more living in fear. If we don't talk about it, then who will? And I'm just, I'm a little curious of what we are talking about though, like in terms of living in fear. So we move on to the post-chorus and we got Steve Arrington and Thundercat and the post-chorus goes, I know I give a different vibe, yeah. Which is interesting because he acknowledges that he's really different and I watched some of the music videos from him and this guy stands out. Like, absolutely stands out. He does not look like your modern day rapper. He kind of walks around with like really funky clothing and he's got like cat ears that he walks around in and it, it's 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 really super fucking weird but highly respectable. The fact that he's just kind of 
portraying himself and just being real with himself with what he likes. So it's really awesome. Uh, I'm doing what I like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Then who will? I don't need your cosign because I'm young enough and I'm old enough both at the same time. And I really like how he addresses that he doesn't need to be assigned to anybody. And he doesn't need cosign or credibility or validity from anybody because he's able to be young, which I feel like he's addressing that he's still got that kid in him but he's also to be old he's also able to be old and mature and responsible when it comes to have to be that time and just showing that division is really really cool and i feel like it shows a lot of maturity like and and, and a lot of understanding of what like there are times for everything you cannot just act a certain way all the time uh as well as keeping that funky flow and that weirdness to this song it's just great it's just great it, it fits really nicely with this beat uh, hey, don't trip on my aggression, baby. Oh, cause I can get diff, cause I can go in different directions. I'm just trying to live my life, do my best. That that is all right. Yes, I'm comfortable, and that's what's tight. And I like how he's just being super brutally honest, and he's just, I'm doing me. And if you can't respect that, you need to go. And I thought that was super cool. Um, I like how in verse two, we're back with Steve Lacey and Thundercat goes, just moved out of the hood. Doesn't mean I'm doing it good. Want to post this on the gram, but don't think I should. <clears throat> It is just me or am I paranoid? Gotta keep it on the low because I've been robbed before. And I like how he's being super real here. And he's addressing like even though I'm now famous or I'm now doing these things, I'm still dealing with paranoia and trauma from my past. I'm still dealing with things that make me feel like I may not be able to live that type of life I want to live and really show off and see things because I've been robbed before. I don't want people to know what I got. Which was really cool. There's like a, 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 the way that there's this weird funkiness to this song is so dope how he's finding ways to also bring in some real thought and some real things to say. I thought that was amazing. Uh, and then in verse three, we've got Steve Arrington going, sometimes I want to say that I'm blessed. Black man's grinding gone answer. Uh, black man's grind going to answer the test. The box you tried to throw me in don't fit me no more. No creative spirit talking, creative spirit walking. And I ain't trying to hurt nobody, hurt nobody, hurt nobody. And I like how he's just addressing, like, I'm no longer going to be stereotyped or be, like, oppressed into whatever box or, or put into whatever idea you want. I'm going to live up to my fullest potential and I'm going to do what I need to do. And I like how he brings in this spirit talk and spirit walking, really trying to, like, solidify the wholeness with himself. Like, that was super motivating and just super inspirational. I thought that was really cool for this track. Uh, and then how like Thundercat comes in with the chorus like because there's no more living in fear no more living in fear as if like the fear is being rejected for uh, like accepting who you are and that was something that I thought was absolutely amazing just that idea of being like you, you it's okay to appreciate yourself it's okay to be weird it's okay to be different it's okay to just do what you think is right now in, in regards to like I think listening to this song it's like you have to find ways to connect it to yourself now in, in the video i saw i mean i can kind of understand why this makes sense because i saw how like flashy and how like bright he really is when it comes to a lot of the clothing at least in that track uh that i was looking at the music video for but it, it still shows like it's okay to be yourself and just be original which i thought was cool like there is no more living in fear it's okay to be yourself then we get childish gambino then we get Childish Gambino, where it's interesting how he kind of addresses something different here. So, starts off with "We don't talk, then we f we don't talk, then we feel safe." And it's like the the less we talk, the more we feel safe because we don't feel judged, we don't feel disrespected, we don't feel attacked, which is very interesting on why we feel attacked when people have opinions or stuff like that. And we should just 
it's like it's like we're so scared to, to to hear what other people have to say about it and we care so much about the presentation that we don't want to actually show it anymore because we're afraid to be judged which i think is absolutely stupid as i sit here reviewing an album and i show you everything and how stupid i could be with maybe not understanding the project so far i think i'm getting it and i love it Moving on from that, uh, each and one of us with tiny, tiny, tiny screens. I've been running, I've been running like a soul, whoa, sweating on them. Now the beat gon' breathe. But I keep hearing, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. And he repeats it the whole, don't stop, don't stop. And I feel like what he's saying here is that everybody kind of hides behind these screens and they're all afraid to really speak up or really kind of, I guess, be themselves and they want to be this like internet personality. But there also is this like pressure on Childish Gambino where he just kind of wants to live like himself and do his thing, but people are expecting him to be a certain way and be a certain type of performer, where that's why he's hearing the don't stop, don't stop. Like, you can't take a break. You can't you can't stop what you're doing. You need to keep going, and it might be hurting him and draining him. And I like how they're just addressing this. Like, you can't live in fear. You can't live in fear of this. You need to do what's really right for you. And I thought that was super, super cool, and, and the song just kind of ends and flows right into the next track. And the way that they're still connecting this project is absolutely amazing. Um, I gave this song a 4.5 on five. I thought it was absolutely stellar. Like just the production and the way that the different artists kind of flow right in and have these different ways of just expressing what they want to say in short little times. It was just super cool. And the beat production still is just as great as we've been getting since the beginning. I thought it was absolutely great, 4.5 on five. The next song is Miguel's happy dance so right off the bat this beat really just gets you moving and gives you that energy and and it really follows nice with the title uh, Miguel's happy dance and it really just it's straightforward the whole song kind of is just this idea of you need to get up and dance and kind of just give yourself that freedom to be free be wild and just feel happy for a moment uh, but I like how he starts off the verse with do the fucking happy dance like it's an order as if like there's some type of aggressive uh, like aggressiveness to it. But it's also this idea of like even when you're really fucking mad, I guess that is I guess that it's supposed to subside even though you're probably really mad. Even if you're really, really sad, you can probably be worse. Just have to sink in it for a while. It's OK. It's not going your way. It never was. Don't believe their hype. It's probably all covered in lies. like he's following it up with like all these negative things. And then he goes, dance away the pain. Like, even if it hurts, it's always going to hurt the same, hurt the same. And he kind of just continues following along. But I like how he addresses, I should take my own advice, as if he understands that he's, like, it's difficult for him to take the advice that he gives to other people. And then he literally just follows up the, the verse with more reasons to just do a happy dance. Uh, take your time. Rome wasn't built in a day. It's okay. It's time to dance away your pain. It's all right. Just do the happy dance, even if you're not all right. It's okay. Joy inside joy inside your pain that's all right sometimes pain it just fades and then you'll breathe just dance you'll be all right keep dancing and i think that this song does a really really great job of just reminding you to take a moment in your life and to just dance and really just to feel happy and remind yourself what it is through all the struggles and through all the pain that we're dealing with and especially in the time right now with like the virus and just how everybody's scared and terrified of what's happening i think this is a really nice song to be listening to in terms of trying to give you that break and trying to put you in a nice headspace for a moment so that was really 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 cool the song is pretty much straightforward it's one straight verse it's about a minute it's about two minutes long because of the, the the tempo and the pace of the way it is which i also think gives you that time to dance it's like two minutes and 12 seconds which is enough time to dance a little bit just just two minutes to kind of just 
get away and kind of make yourself happy and get back to what you were doing on that grind or dealing with whatever problem it was, which I think is the point of this song. So that was really, really cool. I thought I enjoyed it. I thought it was nice. It got me moving. It gives you energy. It's like, it's just a, it's like a, it's like a break. Like it's a nice break in the album and we're only five tracks in to just keep that energy that he wants to bring to this project going. And I thought that that was really, 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 really dope. Uh, you know, just do the fucking dance. Even if you start to cry, it's okay. It's okay. Everything will be all right. It's more of this positive reinforcements that I really, really like, especially in the times that we're dealing with. And it's just so nice how like, it's so interesting how I got gravitated to this album and this, and a lot of this is really speaking to me. And I think it's amazing. I am really, really like fascinated and just like amazed by what I am getting at this song. I gave this song a 4.5. Just the fact that it gets you moving, dancing, and the way that he presents it is just really, really cool. And it, and 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 again, the sun will eventually shine. Like just that positive messaging and just, just reminding you that everything will be okay is like he's he's doing that for other people. I feel like he's like trying to give out this message for other people and really doing it for the fans as well as for himself, of course, because this is probably also a thing that he's like self like talking to himself and just reminding himself to dance and just be free. So. That was really, really cool. 4.5 on 5. The next song is How Sway. So this track is a minute and 11 seconds. Um, Again, it feels like another break uh, with the album. But this is where I started to think that the project is also based on a lot of the music that we are getting from Thundercat, Flying Lotus, and just everything in terms of this message that he wants to deliver here so this track kind of got me thinking it sounds like it's very rapid paced it sounds like there's this cartoon sound where it's like do 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 as if like people are running around and and there's like this very busy type of lifestyle and I feel like that's the point of this track it's supposed to kind of give you this picture that we're all moving really really quickly that we don't slow down we don't take a break and it's just this constant like up paced feel a lot of this song actually gave me some anxiety at some points because I felt like I wasn't like on time enough and, and again it's only a minute and 12 seconds but just the impact of like how it fucked with me psychology like psychologically was very interesting because it's like for a brief moment I just felt like I was slowed down and I wasn't part of the pack and it felt like everything around me was just going really, really fast. And I think that's the part of this song like where you're supposed to feel like you're kind of stuck and everything's moving fast around you and all you can hear is the yo, a, yo. And, it, and the way that he says the a and the yo, it kind of feels like it's um conversations of people like just like the, the highs and the hellos and how people address each other on the street as you're kind of just there watching life happen that's really what i got from this song and it's really 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 dope like it's super super cool the way that that happened um but yeah it's just literally a minute and like 11 seconds um a minute and 15 seconds of just an instrumental with a with very little lyrics but the impact of how this like plays in a part of the album just feeling like it's like after the Miguel dance and after like being happy, you go back into this like busy lifestyle and this busy type of this busy type of, of, of atmosphere. Um, and, and just all of this so far kind of seems like a very interesting, creative way to talk about what life is and to kind of talk about how 
we as like people kind of see life and kind of see how things move so that was really 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 cool to me um i'm still consistent with like the high grade so far i gave this song a 4.2 i think it really fits nicely with the project now to be fair a lot of these songs on this album so far um are not actually like songs you can listen by themselves i think like i think it would be weird in like a shuffle playlist if this came on if it came on after the right track and then the right track played right after that is lucky and that is dope but like overall i don't think it's that type of track i don't think it's it's i don't think that this album is like that i think you have to listen to this all at once but again it's only 37 minutes and like 37 seconds so it's it's really really dope uh again i gave this track a 4.215 and the next song is funny thing like every other track on this project, the music is very consistent and is really just keeping in, you in that vibe, in that old school, funky, jazzy, disco, techno-y, hip-hop-y feel. And it's just absolutely amazing. The production and everything on this project is just very consistent and very uh, mood-setting, which I think is really, really dope when it comes to this. Um, this song, Funny Thing, is really <laughs> a funny thing, to be fair. Um, it's... Thundercat seems to be politely asking this person to want to chill. Now, I don't know if he's talking to a woman or if he's talking to a dude again, um, but the, the fact that he addresses it as baby, I think it's a woman that just might be my bias, but I'm not too sure. Um, now, I really just do like, I, I like what this is, and it, it I like it because it's very polite. Like, just check this out. Verse one. Do you mind if I wild out a little? Cause I just, I'm just a little drunk and I want to come party with you a little. Can I look into your eyes? I can tell that you're high too, but that's okay, baby. Cause I just want to party with you. And it's like just the way now, of course there's like this energetic feel and it's so uppity and you're just like moving to it and feeling the beat. But honestly, the way that he's presenting this is just so respectful. And I've never like really heard it like this in in this type of sound i've heard rappers be respectful to women and make like these respectful type of uh songs where they're like oh, i just want to be with you and like when j cole did the the folding songs and that appreciation for his wife and uh just like other rappers i've heard about making really good love songs but not the way that thundercat did it really paid respect to this song because i was like this is just super honest and just suit and it also kind of feels like he's drunk and just kind of trying to be very polite as dealing with that drunkness uh, then we get into the chorus, because when we hit the peak, baby, I just want to party with you all night. Someone told my, f uh, I, and that's it. It's just because when we hit the peak, baby, I just want to party with you all night. And it's like, that's it. When he feels that, when he deals with that emotion, and when he gets to that moment, he just wants to party and have a good time with this person. Uh, someone hold my phone because I can't hold my tongue. Because if I get too drunk, baby, then I'm going to ruin the fun. That's not your problem. It's because I've seen too much. Baby, sorry if I got a little PTSD. Uh, and then goes back into the chorus, but I just want to party with you all night because you make me happy. That's right. I only want to party with you tonight because you make everything all right. So I think this is a love song where he's kind of addressing that he's like starting to fall in love with this woman. But like, and I, and I think it's a woman. Honestly, I do think it's a woman. Uh, but he's like showing his appreciation of how much he does like her and wants to be around her and stuff like that. But I also like how he's admitting to like, I can't have my phone. I can't really talk about certain things when I'm drunk cause I'll fuck up and I'm going to ruin the fun and it's not going to be entertaining anymore. And I like how he's admitting to having PTSD and, and like 
kind of giving you that insight like yo i know i'm fucked up but it's because i deal with ptsd and i have my traumas and i've and i've been through this and he, i don't think he's using this as an excuse i feel like he's just trying to be super honest in this very polite way of asking this person i think it's a woman that he wants to spend time with her and like just and and, and for me i kind of just went wow in an era of me too and all this shit this guy did it right like, there's no way anybody can pin this guy on being creepy or anything like that for this song. This is super, super polite and just super respectful, which I gave him 10 on 10 for. So, uh, this song got a 4.3, just because it's a little short. And, and, you know, I think the short songs, give or take sometimes, it's like, I want a little bit more. I want a little bit less. I don't know. I'm very picky with the music. So, that's just my, that just probably is my problem. But uh, no, it's a 4.3. It's really, really nice. I don't think I'm going to actually listen to this a lot in terms of like a song by like on its own. But it is nice how it just connects with the story and still has that spacey, oddly weird feel to it. I thought it was absolutely great. Uh, so the next track is Overseas featuring Zach Fox. The song is actually a nice little follow-up to the last track in terms of just showing this appreciation of love for this woman and wanting to i guess just like be there for her and really just kind of show her like a great life i think that the way that he really did address this was really really unique in a way um the song's called overseas so automatically i kind of got uh, an idea of like we're gonna it's gonna be like some type of long distance relationship or something but what i really got was more interesting in how he creatively expresses this like like lavish type of life he wants to have with this woman so he turns around uh, in verse one and goes girl you're so fly so fly but the way he says so fly kind of also sounds like so far which was really really cool i did appreciate that um you really blow my mind let's not waste any more time i'll just meet you overseas we can do it on the plane i just want to be with you i want to meet you in brazil take you to a place that you've never been before uh, we can just lay on the beach. And then he follows through with like, like you know, wanting to bring her different places. He mentions Japan. He mentions Russia. Um, but and, and it's just a really nice type of song. Again, appreciating this woman that he's like so in love with and seems to be like so down to earth with. And it's really just nice. Um, there's not again, there's not really much to quote here. The song is, uh, again, a minute and 28 seconds. But I think it's really cool how he just takes this like brief moment to kind of just speak to her and really just be honest about his feelings about her and what he wants to do. And what he's doing is like, it really just kind of shows this like level of I really want to show you the world. I just want to travel with you. I want to I want to grow with you in ways that I don't want to do with anyone else. And that just shows a level of honesty that is so pure that I really did enjoy from this song. Uh, the outro is actually really interesting in a funny way. So Zach Fox does um, an outro and it goes, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, your captain speaking. And the way that he just goes, uh, it's like so just funny. And you're like, uh, dude, you should know what you are. Uh, gonna ask that uh, on your dis uh, on your descent here into Moscow. Everybody, please put your seatbelts on. Winds are getting a little bit choppy, and there appears to be a shiny black man up there in first class getting some sloppy toppy. Ha 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 ha! He's got all his chains on and a do rag. Is that Thundercat? What's up, brother? And I like how he's kind of addressing this. Um, shiny black man up there in first class as if it's so like out of the norm and not only just that but the way that he's getting like he's saying sloppy toppy as if like thundercat's getting head but just this idea of like the way that he looks and the fact of what he's doing in first class 
maybe is supposed to like break the stereotype of like what it is now to be fair the guy's like a rapper artist i wouldn't like put it past him to fucking do that if i was that famous and popping i would fucking do the same thing but i mean i guess i can understand like on a on a human level of just like the i guess the etiquette behind first class i'm not too sure i don't really know uh but i thought this was super cool i thought it had a really nice like just connection to the last track on how like he wants to really just show her everything and really just kind of be with her on like levels that are just so out there and i thought that was super cool this track got a 4.3 on five uh the next <laughs> the next song i i don't know of what the fuck was that but the next track is dragon ball Rag. so i <laughs> okay so this music video first off is absolutely fucking hilarious the way thundercat just 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 does his thing is so fucking cringy and creepy and weird but it has this like funny comedic sense to it so i thought it was absolutely hilarious um the point of this track i i don't i don't get it i feel like there is this idea like dragon ball is trendy so I think that's part of why he likes it. I think he grew up with Dragon Ball and do-rags are like a thing now. They're coming back and they're all trendy and stuff. So I think that's why the song is a thing on this. He clearly likes do-rags. He clearly likes Dragon Ball. So like those are, okay, obvious. You like these two things. But the song itself just kind of has this essence of like, he's really just questioning if the girl he likes enjoys his do-rag. And I don't really understand it. I, I, I don't. I don't know the essence behind why this is a thing. Um, I kind of feel fly standing next to you. This is verse one. Baby girl, how do I look at my do-rag? Would you tell me the truth? Stay with me and love me through the night endlessly. I'm going to keep all my chains on when I'm making love to you. Hold me close and let me squeeze you tight through the night. But baby girl, how do I look at my do-rag? Would you tell me the truth? And I'm like, I, I, I get again how there's this lovely romantic to romanticness to it how he's trying to just really prove to her that he wants to be with her and stuff but i just i don't understand the consistent need to give a fuck about his do-rag and i think that's just because i'm either uncultured i don't know i'm ignorant to the do-rag culture which i'm gonna admit i absolutely am i don't rock one i don't wear one it's not something i ever do i like them i like i like people i see people wear them a lot and i like the way they look and the different types of styles and stuff like that it's just not for me clearly but i don't understand the idea of like is the do-rag supposed to represent something so like important to him like are like are you the girl who's going to are you the woman who's going to also let me be the weird type of person i think that's what it is it's like are you going to be the person who will accept the weird things that i also like are we going to be able to like the similar things and i think that's what it's supposed to do here he really likes this woman and wants to flex his jewelry and really just kind of he uses this song to also flex how like rich he is right do you like my new whip watch me go zoom zoom which i thought was really funny baby girl how do i look at my do-rag would you tell me the truth stay with me all night lovely endlessly um Anyway, he kind of repeats that. Verse three: I may be covered in cat hair, but it's still, uh, but I still smell good. Baby, let me know how I look in my do rag. Don't lie to me. Let me rock you all night long. I'm gonna try to impress you, girl. Let me know how I look in my do rag. Um, and it just again follows through. Now, I like the cat hair line because I have cats and I know what that is like. But I can tell you, just because I have cats, I also smell good and I make sure I do and everything. So that was really relatable for me, and I did enjoy that. Um, 
Now, in terms of verse 4, you don't have to like my video games or my comic books, but baby girl, how do I look in my do-rag? Do I, did I tie it right? Did you wear that dress just for me? Because I'm trying to smash, baby girl. I'm trying to smash on my do-rag. And I think that's where I, I kind of lost it is just the the, the, the repetitiveness of like him giving so much of a fuck about the do-rag is where it lost points for me. And that's kind of just, I don't know. It just, I don't care. And I think that's really what it is. Like just brutal honesty, I don't care. And... I like the song. I like the vibe. I like everything. I like the way it's presented. This song did get a four, uh, a four on five. It's a good track. It's something fun to listen to. It's quirky. It's funny. It's wonky. But it's funky. But it's like, I just don't care about you caring so much about your do rag in terms of just the song. I appreciate it, but I just, I don't know. It's like I can relate to some of it. I understand that like you don't have to like all the things that I like, and I like how he's being honest about that. But I just. The, the repetitive emphasis on the do-rag for me is just, I don't know. Let me know down below what is that significance. Is that really, like, is this really, like, a big thing that is in hip-hop and that is in culture? Maybe it's, like, part of just another culture or another thing. But just let me know. I want to learn. I want to be educated. Uh, but this song definitely just got a four on five. It's great. I think you should definitely check it out. The next track is How I Feel. Here we have another song that kind of, for me, sounds like it's just a uh, paying respect or paying homage to the instrument, instrumental, uh, letting Flying Lotus and Thundercat kind of just flex their flex their skills on the instrumental, because literally all he says is, oh, 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 oh. It's very nice. It's got like this female background into it, and it's really, really nice and soft. Um, but it's really just the whole thing. This song, again, is like a minute something. It's really short. But he also follows up with how I feel. Is this real? Is this real? Is this real? And that's really just the song. Like, that's really just what this is. And it's, it's, I, I, there is supposed to be like an effect to it. Uh, I like the questioning. I like how he's like questioning the reality of what's really happening around him. He's kind of lost still in this days. He maybe has dealing with some type of trust issue. A lot of this is like, it feels like you're supposed to kind of take this for what it is and then interpret it your own way, which I do appreciate which I do appreciate and I like a lot of music that allows you to just interpret it your own way uh, a lot of music lets you do that but some of it also has like a direct message that they're trying to get across this song again does what it does it is a nice part of the album I did give it a 4 on 5 it's pretty straightforward there isn't much to it besides how I feel is this real is this real is this real uh, overall 4 on 5 and the next track is uh, King of the Hill this song is kind of where like I guess I started to think that maybe the last track was like a setup for this song because I guess the mood type, the mood kind of changes. Uh, this song is a nice depiction of being like the king of the king of the castle and kind of feeling like you're the almighty power, the all man, and you're not really paying attention to what's actually happening around you. And I think this is like addressing the relationship and kind of where things start to get bad. So he starts off the intro. He starts off with an intro going love, 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 love. And already you're like, okay, this is going to be about love. This is clearly something that's happening in the relationship. And he goes, you say you ain't got no, got time for games, no more games. But the world got time for games with you. Play your own, playing with your money and your heart. Just admit, you don't know what to do. I've seen a lot of things come and go, a lot of pimps and tons of hoes. How this ends, we will never know. And I'm not actually sure what he's saying here, but it sounds like we're all tired. Like he's tired of playing these games or the person that he's talking to is tired of playing these games but he also knows that like he's seen a lot of things he's seen kind of how 
life goes and I'm probably not interpreting interpreting this properly but it's just it kind of seems like he's also breaking down life and kind of his atmosphere and what he sees around him uh, he goes a king in his castle a king of the hill wasting his time chasing cheap throws he knows it's going to cost it's, he knows it's going to cost him God knows how much and I feel like he's trying to address here that like he's seems to be i think he's saying that like he's fucking around with other people and he's kind of doing any all these other things and it's hurting the partner that he's with and he's not at the time he may have not realized it but right now he's starting to understand and see the, how damaging it could actually be um and he's kind of presenting it in this way that like he feels powerful he's the king of the castle he's king on the hill he's rich now he's doing all these things but he's also feel like he's addressing it that uh with the chasing cheap thrills he knows it's going to cost him god knows how much it's like he knows what he's doing is wrong and what he's acting through and what and the things he's pursuing is wrong, but he doesn't really seem to care about what's going to happen. And that's a really interesting discussion that he's kind of bringing here, which I did agree with. Uh, but you know, you got to play to you got to pay to play. At the end of the day, uh, playing with your money in your heart, there's that's got to be there's got to be another way. And I feel like he's kind of addressing here that he's. It seems like he sounds like he's using this person. He's playing with the money financially. He's playing with her emotions and stuff like that. And he knows that it's wrong, but it's also love. And it's like addressing that love kind of makes you do some fucked up things. And you really, you know, you try to deal with it as one and what it is. So this song was actually pretty cool. And it follows suit with the chorus and then the outro repeats the intro of love, love, love. I really thought this was a very creative way to kind of express what he sees around him and try to address the relationship. Uh, but I also like how he's addressing, in and in again, a creative way, like he understands that he's also acting in ways that could be damaging to the relationship with some of these chasing cheap thrills and wanting to pleasure himself and dealing with his issues. So I did give this song a 4.5 on 5. I thought it was really, really cool. Uh, and the next song is Unrequited Love. This track uh, seems to again follow up with the last track, uh, I guess more emphasizing the idea that there is this uh, pain and there's this destruction in the relationship that has been happening. Um, and it's really cool how here he kind of is starting to see this, um, like the pain and... <laughs> <laughs> the pain and 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 you're starting to get more of this uh brutal honesty of, of the pain and the and, and the hurt that he's dealing with uh so verse one he starts off with lost in the flames of love unrequited love time won't always heal and it's e and it's eats at my mind because you're the one that got away so right now i see that like you know she left him uh he's starting to deal with that it's she's trying to make sure that you know he kind of gets through this and this seems to be the part where he's really expressing how he deals with this pain and he deals with the loss of losing this person i've been searching high and low wondering where my feelings go nothing feels the same because there's no one like you no one like you and even though you're far away even if my time decays nothing feels quite the same you're the one that got away unquitted love and you're feeling like you know he he's really sad he really feels upset about what happened he really is hurt that he that it seems like he fucked up um but i guess there's also this like understanding that he knows he made a mistake and he's kind of and he's gonna have to deal with it with that honesty and that and that sense of maturity is really really cool which is what he's dealing with here uh in verse two we get more of this personal feel of how he feels um sometimes i feel alone tried to hold my breath somewhere deep in space and i felt like you understood what it truly means to be in love and i feel like this is some sort of presentation of how he resents this person like he's kind of dealing with resent now because he's trying to make himself feel better he's trying to make himself feel like he wasn't in the wrong 
Um, so he kind of questions if she really knew what true love was. But it's really, really cool just the way that he's kind of expressing all these emotions. I, th I really did enjoy that. Uh, and then we get back into the chorus. Baby, you're the one that got away. This is what it feels like to have regrets. Is it what it, it, it is what it is? Now I'm wide open. It's so hard to focus. Now at the end, I guess you'll always be the one that got away. And it's just like this very soft, painful type of song that really expresses this uh, idea of like pain and dread. And that was just super, super cool. Um, yeah, I gave this song a 4.2 on 5. I thought it really is continuing with that story and just giving you more of this depth and this funky thrill of an adventure that we're getting. Uh, so yeah, 4.2 on 5. The next track is Fair Chance. Uh, featuring Lil B and Ty Dollar Sign. This track was actually pretty cool. Uh, Thundercat doesn't actually have a verse on this. He does the chorus, but it seems to be like for me. I feel like both Ty Dollar Sign and Lil B kind of play two different roles in, uh, I guess, expressing the way that. Um, Thundercat is feeling about the relationship and kind of how he's dealing with emotions because it starts off with the chorus I'll keep holding you down even though you're not around so hard to get over it I've tried to get under it stuck in between it is what it is bye bye for now I'll keep holding you down you did it for me you, uh, you do it for me you do it for me and right here what I like is that he's kind of interpolating this idea of like a bridge the the, uh, the rock that you can't go through you can't go over it, you can't get under it, you can't go around it he's stuck in the middle and I feel like when he's saying that he's stuck in the middle he's stuck in the middle of between he's still fall, still being in love with her and holding her down and trying to protect her and wanting to like you know not talk bad about her or whatnot but at the same time he's stuck between needing to let her go and needing to let her go and make sure that he can be okay now, Ty Dollar Sign comes in, and I know I've shit on Ty Dollar Sign before, and I've made some stupid remarks and stuff, but here he does a really great job. I think he really fits the the narrative of the song. He fits the tone, the idea. Um, Till it ain't, uh, uh, you did it for me. You you do it for me. You do it for me. And Ty Dollar Sign just comes in. Till it ain't. Nothing's will. Nothing. Things will never be the same. Never be the same again. Everything's so strange. It ain't a game no more. Uh, we were just getting lifted yesterday yesterday now we just reminiscing and he's kind of breaking down this emotion of like what where we were yesterday where we are today how sudden things can change and kind of how like relationships come and go and end and how you kind of deal with them and just these thought now there's also this idea that he's also interpolating some uh, lyrics from the Mac Miller from uh, Mac Miller's album I kind of found out that Thundercat is like a really good friend of Mac Miller so respect on that shout out to Mac Miller R.I.P. Uh, but I didn't really follow Mac like that, so I'm not actually too inclined with the music or the lyrics that he may have been interpolating here. Uh, that is Ty Dollar Sign. Uh, but the floor, the verse really goes through, and then, you know, they, he kind of brings in this whole idea of being, like, richer, and my mama said I was different. I don't really know how that connects. I think they're just trying to say, like, this is also stuff that we deal with in terms of being, like, damaged with love and stuff. This is also... Uh, what we deal with in terms of getting money and the focuses that we have. So I thought that that was really cool. Uh, flows right into verse two, which is little B. Uh, little B goes, my emotions got a sip, got give me a sip of that potion. No, my heart is not broken, but I feel like it's open. Please, somebody do surgery. Tell the doctor come work with me. I keep looking at my soul, praying, but only God knows. And still kind of follows through with that and and just trying to be honest with himself about I can be only what I can be and trying to deal with this pain. But it's interesting the way that 
Ty Dolla Sign and Little B contrast each other. Little B's voice is so much more raspier and bassier and darker, and Ty Dolla Sign has this more high pitched, fluffier tone. But it's kind of, for me, I kind of looked at it as like these are voices and emotions that Thundercat is dealing with in his head, and these are really two great artists to present both of these fields. So I thought that that was really, really dope. And then we get back into the chorus, re-emphasizing this idea, reinforcing this idea of like, I'll keep holding you down even though you're not around. So hard to get over it. I've tried to get under it, stuck in between. What is it? What is it? Bye-bye. for It is what it is. Bye-bye for now. And I thought that that was super cool. I thought that this song was very creative and very interesting. I gave it a 4.3 on 5, just this idea of like a fair chance and trying to give himself a fair chance to deal with one or the other and pursue one of the other choices. I thought it was really dope. 4.3 on 5. The next song is called Ex Existential Dread. I can't speak. So this track is 55 seconds long, about, uh, yeah, about 52 seconds long. And it really kind of just gives this sense of being kind of dead inside, kind of feeling like there's no more hope. There's nothing that's going on. And the, the vibe of the instrumental just is what really plays off on that idea. I really did appreciate that a lot. The verse is literally like eight lines. He goes, uh, Thundercat goes, sometimes ex ex existential dread comes ringing through loud and clear i'll just i'll adjust and simply let go i guess it is what it is i'm not sure of what's coming next but i'll be all right as long as i keep breathing i know i'll be all right i know i'll be all right and really this kind of just seems like he's diving more into that moment before you get over a relationship before you tell yourself or accept what is happening that just emotional darkness that you seep into and i thought that that was really cool how he presented this and it's really just straightforward uh i did give this a four on five it's there's not much to actually say about it it's really really straightforward the way he presents this but it's super super cool um yeah the next track is is what it is now wrapping up this album we get uh, a song that has two parts uh this song is called it is what it is and it kind of really just speaks for itself that it feels like Thundercat is just accepting the situation and finally moving on. Uh, verse 1 comes in with, When the gold becomes dough and the magic starts to fade, when it all comes to an end, when there's nothing left to say, it is what it is. I tried to make it work. My best just wasn't enough. I couldn't be helped. It couldn't be helped to end the things I would do for you. And this is like, I feel like, I feel like people have gone through this. Many people have dealt with this. Many people have felt this emotion of just helplessness and kind of just being like look it's over and you kind of just have to pick yourself up and just keep moving forward uh this is actually part one part two is very interesting actually uh in this song the song is about five minutes it's the longest song on the album but i'm gonna get to that in a second uh right after that we get into verse two now i like how he finishes verse one with the things i would do for you kind of still admitting that he might still have feelings but he has to learn how to get over that and i feel like that's what he's kind of saying in this verse right here now after all i said it after all is said and done and i'm all alone and i sit back and reflect from a broken heart sometimes there's regret it is what it is i could it couldn't be helped the end so many things i want to say this is the end and i like how here he's just being brutally raw and honest about what is happening and what is really um you know just just that that final point where you have to be like this is the end and we go this really finalizes the album in just like is done and and it kind of makes sense like the album now is finished he's told the story he's really given you that introspectiveness to what he feels so i thought that that was actually really really dope um 
Then we get into part two, where it's literally a two and a half minute or three minute instrumental, but it's like a dedication to Mac Miller. Um, and it's it's says the intro, hey Mac, whoa, and just goes into a three minute instrumental. Now the instrumental is very beautiful, don't get me wrong, and it's a nice way to end this project and really just like bring this whole thing to a whole and kind of bring you back to reality, which I did appreciate. I felt like after the instrumental played out and I listened to it and I listened to the whole five minutes of this, I felt like it just really did a nice job of kind of just ending off on a smooth note, a nice peaceful, peaceful note and just kind of come back to reality. Like, damn, like that was an experience. That was a journey. And uh, yeah, I thought it was really, really cool. I thought it was nice, the messaging that he's trying to give here in part one and just the way he ends part two with the instrumental. Really great, really phenomenal. Just just the whole project is just one big, nice story. Uh, just to finish off the track, I did give this a 4.2 on five, uh, but to finish up the album and to kind of just, <clears throat> you and to kind of just wrap it up here, um, I overall gave this project a 4.214. I think it was really, really dope. And I think that there's a nice essence of, and to think, like there's a nice essence of just getting a story from Thundercat. And to be to be an album of just first review and, and just really see exactly what it is and to kind of dive in to what, like, who is Thundercat? I think it's absolutely incredible. The production on this album is absolutely insane and just really, really great. I think it's a really good album to check out. This is something I'm going to be listening to for a while. I really got sucked into the energy and just just everything about Thundercat was just so great and so different from the average music, from the, not the average music, but the, the general music that I listened to. I thought it was absolutely amazing. Um, I don't really have much more to say besides thank you so much for sticking with me this entire time. Uh, I know it's been very long and a very kind of exciting album uh, album review, I hope. But honestly, this is such a great project and I'm so excited to hear more from Thundercat. I'm actually going to go back and listen to some older projects and really just develop an idea of what this guy, of who this guy is. It was absolutely great. Um, I'm going to take this time to say thank you so much to the Patreons, Ismail Gadamsi, Chris Prado, DJ Black Hurricane, uh, Jonathan Barnes, Scribble, and Lindo Williams. Thank you so much for everything you guys do for us. They follow us on Patreon. Uh, if you guys subscribe to our Patreon, you can definitely get a hand and force our hands to what we do and how we, uh, what albums you want us to review and what we can see. Um, I'm actually really tired now. Again, doing these evening reviews is really draining, but I enjoyed this project. I hope you guys enjoyed this project too. Thank you so much for sticking with me this entire time and hope to see you the next time it comes around. This was Headspace episode 162. I reviewed Thundercat's new project. It is what it is. The album got a 4.2 on 4. Thank you so much. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit us up in the comments for a discussion or whatnot, and I will see you... Uh, that's on the next video. I think I'm recording another one tomorrow for a bonus. So have yourselves a great quarantine and goodbye.